Hear those sleigh bells? They're jingling. Just not here, because we're in Texas. That's Tanner's phone. <laughs> we're going to talk about Christmas. Merry Christmas, Ted. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Tanner, how you been, man? Oh, okay, so I would always ask my uh, friend's dad, hey, how you doing? Great. And he goes, better than I deserve. Oh, yep. Yeah. And I love that answer. Straight Dave Ramsey, man. And I, you know what, I, is that who says it too? Yeah. I'm doing better than I deserve because I've got financial peace. <laughs> Rice and beans. <laughs> Gosh, if he ever listens to our podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you won't. Yeah. And if he does, I feel like that's like an honorable thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, 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 no, I am, we're doing good. Good, man. I'm doing great. Um, it's Friday morning. What is it today? Is, Friday is it December today? Happy December. Dude, it is December today. Nope, November 30th. It's November 30th it's today. It's the end of the November We're today. so close. Dude, I have a big thing on my calendar tonight. I should have known that. Like, yeah. I scheduled it. November 30th. So November 30th. Today is the day. Okay, so how was your Thanksgiving? We did the whole podcast. We did the pod. I got to help cook Thanksgiving dinner. Was it fun? It was really fun. I made green beans yeah. with goat cheese and bacon. Dude. That sounds really good. First of all, stop. Second of all... We're having dinner at the house soon because I want that. It was really good. So, I mean, it's fun. So I mean, uh, Sarah's family does Thanksgiving really, really well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was, I mean, they had the whole, the, like, from turkey to, ev- I mean, that was everything. Yeah, of yeah. course there was turkey. But we only had turkey. There was no other meat. You know, that's, I, I kind of like that. You do? I am not, don't, well, here's, here's my thing. I don't want ham ever. You, oh, you you are an anti-ham? Well, here's the thing. I don't think ham is bad. Like, I get people like ham. <laughs> I'm just... I'm not on that list. Like, <laughs> give me a pork loin, I'm down. Oh, give well, me some yeah. bacon, I'm in. Oh, well, yeah. Hey, you want these pork ribs? I'll yes. eat them. Hey, you want some pulled pork? Definitely. Hey, here's a ham. Oh, um, well. I think someone gifted us a honey-made ham one time, which was so kind. Because... Honeymade hams, like actual brand name honeymade hams, are not cheap. Oh, and they are good, but you don't like them. I well, here's the thing. I just cut off the outside and just eat that. <laughs> I want made, the right? glaze. <laughs> I'm here for the glaze. Excuse yeah. me, I'd like the meat dessert, just please. The glaze. <laughs> meat dessert. Um. So I've got a funny thing from our podcast. Well, first let me ask. Did you get all that gravy? I put gravy on everything. Come on. And sorry. then I put it on a, a little bit more. That's what I like. It was okay. And then so. Did you, what time did you eat Thanksgiving dinner or lunch? So we ate Thanksgiving at, uh, it, it was like an early afternoon, like a late lunch, like at two o'clock. Okay. Yeah. So we like ate, we ate at like one or two and then in the evening time that you do second dinner. Yes. Yes. So we went to my in-laws, the yeah. Urbans, um, and, uh, they just live a couple minutes from us in central texas here and so we went to their place and it was great it was uh my in-laws my sister-in-law and her boyfriend and uh granny chelsea's grandma and then uh my brother and sister-in-law matt and Mm -hmm. deanna came as well and it's so great because my sister-in-law Paige, has celiac disease Mm -hmm. so she was doing gluten-free like before it was cool because if she eats gluten it's like ulcers i mean it's bad news yeah yeah uh and so my mother-in-law is just this phenomenal cook and she's mastered gluten-free recipes. And uh, my other sister-in-law, Deanna, also has a pretty high gluten intolerance. And yeah. so it was really cool to see like, she got to eat a lot of the things because my mother-in-law yes. knows how to do it, right? Um, so we, we ate there and then we got bits of leftovers to take home. Yes. And what was great was, I don't know what goes <coughs> into my mother-in-law's au gratin potatoes. Mm. But I'm pretty sure it's like, if heavy cream were love. Uh, well, heavy cream is love. True. So I texted Chelsea. She was upstairs doing something later that night. I just texted her. I was like, can I have the rest of the potatoes? <laughs> and she said yes. That's how I know she loves me. Oh, that's true. Um, but funny podcast moment, Thanksgiving. So uh, there's there's a process that happens. I really enjoy... I don't know if cooking's the right term. I like baking Mm. and then grilling. Like, those are my two areas, right? Bread and meat. Yeah, bread and meat. Uh, Put them together, and that's meat dessert. (laughs) Yes. And so, I was making... I volunteered to make rolls. Those rolls I talked about on the podcast, the tribe part rolls. Oh, yeah. Um, And so, I called my mom and had her kind of check in. And I've made this 
uh, I've made this uh, dough before, so I know how to yeah. do it, but you got to call in the expert. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I called my mom, showed it to her, and then said, hey, I want to let you know on Mike Tanner's last podcast, I shared this is one of my favorite Thanksgiving memories is us, you know, folding this dough and making these, you know, tripartite rolls and um, tripartite might not be the right word. <laughs> no. Tri rolls. That's Tri-rolls. what we we'll call them. I think they're called clover rolls. Anyways. Um, I said, that's one of my favorite memories is being in the kitchen with you. And she's like, oh, that's sweet. And she's like, well, I'm cooking right now, so maybe I'll turn on the podcast. And a dude, almost an hour later, she goes, I never served canned cranberries. (laughs) How dare you? So mom straight called me out, and I loved it. I was dying. So... It must have been a memory from somewhere else when I was a kid that someone had it and or someone brought it. You know? Yeah. But mom was like, no, not my table. No, I'm not serving that. I will put that there, but I will not serve yeah, that. That's right. Uh, so we had second dinner Thanksgiving yeah. night, and my brother-in-law is a wizard in the kitchen. Oh, a, yeah. a wizard, wizard, right? You told me about. This. So he, I, I mean, so I ate. I had like some mashed potatoes and some stuffing, and I was just like covering it in gravy, and I was just yeah. eating that same bowl. I don't mm-hmm. care. And he's like putting in a bowl, like he's shredding up some turkey and then putting in some stuffing and then some mashed potatoes. And then he turns on the on the on the skillet and he puts some butter in the pan mm-hmm. and he makes these like post Thanksgiving patties. Pancakes. Oh my god! And he starts just like frying them up, and they were so good. A Dude, Thanksgiving, a post Thanksgiving patty. That's kind of like I I regret a little bit that I didn't save some tortillas to try the post Thanksgiving taco, which yeah. is. We'll not make that mistake next yeah. year. Also, Liz Callahan has not responded to that. What a jerk. So, I don't Does she even listen to the podcast? Maybe not. Probably we'll, not. We'll know after Is this. she one of our moms? Nope. Nope. So, <laughs> oh, man. But it was, yeah, it was a good Thanksgiving. Chelsea and I got to go out to Big Bend the week before. Yeah. I so, was very jealous. We, uh... Not of the drive, though. You know, drive. actually... It, so, it's... What do you see along the way? Do you see anything? Dude, actually, it's legit. Okay. So, so here's the funny thing about... Too legit? Too legit, legit to quit. quit. Yeah. Okay. If we can get the hand motions that you just did onto the podcast, we need to be a vlogcast. Vlogcast. I don't Anyways. know if they want that. No, they don't. <laughs> so we we went to Big Bend. So we live just north of Austin. Big Bend is literally, if you look at Texas, it's the bend out in West Texas. Mm-hmm. And so it's so funny to me when people talk about, oh yeah, I drove you know this place. I drove eight hours and. You know, went through four states to get to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We drove eight hours and we're in Texas the entire time. <laughs> and so, but here's what's really cool is you're, you're in the hill country. And so your first three hours is hill country. Just gorgeous, you know, mm-hmm. real cool. And about the time you start getting worried about, oh no, we're in West Texas. Like, there's just a lot of scrub brush and stuff. The mountains show up. Mm. Or kind of the foothills to the mountains. And so, honestly, it was it was not a bad drive. Good. I, I was worried that it's like, oh, man, okay, eight hours in a day. Like, But Chelsea, Chelsea and I did it. We, we had some fun things to listen to. We downloaded some books and stuff like that. And I heard she also asked us to listen to the Ted and Tanner podcast. She did. It was so great. We were about an hour and a half in, and... We'd listen to music, and she looked at me and goes, I haven't listened to your Thanksgiving podcast. And my heart just kind of exploded. As it should have. Because I was like, she likes us. She really likes us. (laughs) She loves me. Isn't it so weird, the things that make us feel loved? Mm -hmm. Or like, I I, I mean, that's that's a weird sentence. Well, and it it kind of comes down to, so my top two love languages Mm -hmm. are... um, Quality time yeah. and number one is words of affirmation. I mean, just oh, yeah. solidly high. And so, for her to say, "Hey, I really want to listen to the podcast," and for that to be genuine, right? Yeah, it wasn't like I've been like, "Hey, you want it? like she?" Yeah, she because we know how to do that too. <laughs> yeah, and it was really great because she laughed along, like she thought it was funny, and yeah, yeah. I think I'm the same way too. Like words of affirmation, like if you don't tell me what I'm doing, mm-hmm. like like in like t- pet me with your words. Tell me you like me. If we ever make swag, our first shirt is going to say, pet me with your words. <laughs> That's so gross. 
but pretty good. Be kind of tight, right? <laughs> All right. You guys call in right now. 1-800-PET-ME-WITH-YOUR-WORDS. Uh, <laughs> let us know. Slash org. But it was, so it was really cool. And what's really neat when you get to Big Bend is it's this desert. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a just oasis. Yeah. Like you get into the mountains and there's trees. I mean, we're talking there's aspen, there's oak, there's mm. all this stuff. So the, the, we get to our the Airbnb campsite we're staying at because the, the state park or the national park's been full since we looked in June and it was packed. Oh, wow. So, but we found this little spot. It was pretty tight. And uh, the next day we get up early, we go get our... Did you like camp camp or were you like in a home? So, no, we... I, I'd put it right between... Camp camping and glamping. Were you so, on the ground? We were not on the ground. So I put it above camping. What it was was it was this lady. She has maybe five, ten acres out mm-hmm. in Terlingua, which is just north of the park out there. And she has taken and dropped a bunch of different things on this property. So she has actual campsites. She's mm-hmm. got like some teepees you could use, but we ended up getting the cozy cactus, mm. which it was an old camper yeah. that she just literally hollowed out, took everything out of it, painted the inside, had an artist or she's an artist <coughs> who painted, you know, this cool cactus uh, mural on the outside. And it was just two cots and, you know, like a, a table. And yeah. So it, it was amazing. It wasn't camping in that we weren't in tents on, on the ground. Yeah. But it wasn't like, Glamping, where it's like, look at all this fancy stuff, and yeah. you know all this cool. Let me, let like, me check my Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, we're still you know using the porta potty down yeah. you know fifty yards away, and uh, so. But the the first day we get there, and we had heard this trail. Our friends, oh, you got to check it out. You got to do it, the Lost Mine Trail. We're like, okay, cool. And it was me, and I'm not I'm not a skinny <clears throat> guy, and. We are going up this trail, and I keep getting to a point where I'm like, oh, we made it. <laughs> because the way I had read, I had this app with trails on it, and the way I had read it was like, you get to a point over one of the, mm-hmm. um, like, you cross over a canyon, and then you dive down into the canyon. I thought, oh, we'll go see that lost mine, and then we come back out. So we made it to that point. I'm like, sweet, we made it, you know, and I'm feeling, you know, pretty uh, tired and stuff, and... Then we realize, no, I've been reading it wrong. That's the round trip look. So we get to the point where I thought we've made it. And it was, it was a pretty constant uphill battle. And then we hit the switchbacks from hell. And it was just like 20 switchbacks. Because we were summiting a mountain. Yeah, of course. Which is not what I realized. And then on the way down, I knew my... Hiking boots. They're 11 years old. Yeah. They were... I knew this was going to be their last trip. And it. my right hiking boot just totally gives out. And I am Charlie horsing the entire way down. There was a point... We finally made it out of the switchbacks down to the part that it's just... It's, it's more just a constant downhill. Yeah. Which is nicer than the switchbacks. But we go... And I'm like, hey, I'm going to sit, take a water break real quick. And I sit down and it's like this little bridge kind of thing and there's this rock wall and I go and sit on the rock wall and sitting betrayed me because yeah. I thought sitting down I won't cramp up oh yeah done both of my Charlie horses lock and this is what I do I wish I wish you could see this I I sit down and just all four limbs straight out at the same time I go <laughs> and Chelsea is trying to convince me for the next 10 minutes, I'm laughing with you, not at you. Yeah, but I'm laughing at yeah. you. <laughs> but what was hilarious was then after that, I start hearing this flop sound. Her hiking boot gave out. Oh, you got flat tires. It had, yeah. it had released from everywhere but the toe. So it'd become a fancy <laughs> flip-flop. And hers were almost 10 years old. So this trip is letting us get new hiking boots. Yes. Uh, and then the most West Texas thing we could ever do we ended up getting um, uh, our battery died on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And so we're like, well, maybe we just left a light on overnight. And luckily someone at the, the campsite Airbnb place we were at, they came in and, 
jumped us, which was really nice. We went to the spot we were going to hike, which is this cool canyon. Yeah. And I backed in. I was like, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Turn off the car, turn it back on. It starts. I'm like, okay. So, I feel okay about this. Yeah. yeah. Go on our hike. Come back. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. So luckily, a really nice guy, family that was there, he hops up. He's like, yeah, no problem. I'll help you. And luckily, I had backed in. Yeah. So yeah. we jump it real fast. Well, then the hilarity is all we have out there, when we get into Terlingua, there's enough... There's like 3G. Remember when 3G was a big mm-hmm. deal? By the way, you can't do anything on the internet at 3G. Nope. So I'm calling my dad and my brother, and Chelsea's calling her mom going, hey, can you see what our options are on a Sunday in West Texas? Uh-huh. The next town north of Terlingua, which is just outside the park, is Alpine, an hour and a half away. Not shutting this guy off. So we ended up going, well... There's no Riley there. Open till eight o'clock. There we go. <laughs> so it was about it was about two thirty. We got there about four. We have a Ford Escape and Ford. If I ever meet the engineer that decided to put this battery underneath part of the hood, I will find the closest glove, slap him across the face, and challenge him to pistols at dawn. <laughs> it took me an hour. I could probably do it in thirty minutes now, but yeah. it took me an hour to replace this battery. Which anyone who's replaced a battery is going, oh really? But they've tucked it under. I had yeah. to pull out. The entire air intake, I had to pull off a wiring harness, and then I... So the funniest thing is, not only did I have to do this, I'm going in and out of O'Reilly buying tools I need, because there's one bolt back here I have to get to. Well, once it's under this little cowl in the hood, you have about an inch where you can move your ratchet. So that's not coming, so I go and buy an extension. That was $10. (laughs) Okay, so now I get that off, and I'm doing this. Well, now I've got to take the leads off the battery, and I have to get under the cowl to do that. Okay, well, that's, you know, this much clearance. So I have to go in and buy a little short ratchet head that'll get me in. <laughs> Basically, You're getting worked up again, man. I can, I can do it now. I feel accomplished. My sister-in-law's boyfriend, who's a mechanic, was impressed, so I felt good. Yeah. And, uh, and then the nice thing, it was cool. Alpine's this cool little town out in West Texas. And there's a two-screen movie theater. Oh, giddy up. And so we were like, we're here. So we went and saw a new Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Which was, I had been trying to find some place to surprise Chelsea while we were out there. I was hoping, here's my thing. If I ever, like, have enough money to invest in a property, I'm going to buy property out in Terlingua and put in a drive-in movie theater. Yeah. Like, it would just be legit. Yeah. Because it's like, the stars out there are phenomenal. Like, it's so dark. People would love it. Narrative church plants all the way yeah. in West Texas. Says the guy who's never owned a movie theater yeah. or lived in West Texas. But I'm pretty sure it's pretty easy. You just turn, you press a button, right? And the yeah. movie starts playing. Yeah. Boop, boop. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's easy. Boop. easy. I've, I've worked a projector before. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, so it was, I, I would highly recommend Big Ben to anyone out there. Um, it's kind of, to me, it's like a West Texas Lord of the Rings kind of spot it's pretty tight which is I think that's actually where Lord of the Rings was filmed yeah exactly parts of it were filmed (laughs) same thing man Tanner so as we discussed earlier it's November 30th it is not not December December 1st thirst December 1st ooh interesting okay is that how you feel about Christmas December 1st December 1st but drinking my way through the hop no I'm kidding I'm kidding coffee 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 yes so here we are November 30th here we are we're going to start talking about Christmas. When it's never too soon. Okay, when do you start listening to Christmas music? Have you started? So I actually, in the church, there's the season we're technically in is called, well, on Sunday will be Advent, mm-hmm. which is preparing for Christmas. And so there are people in church who will get like super angsty, mm-hmm. especially in our denomination, about, oh, it's Advent. We don't sing Christmas songs till Christmas. And I'm like, well, you're kind of the worst. Yeah. <laughs> And <laughs> calm down, Marge. Yeah. But there are some great Advent songs out there. So Chelsea's put together a really cool Advent playlist. That's what I'm listening mm-hmm. to right now. Uh, Christmas stuff. I, honestly, when Chelsea starts listening to it, that's when I start listening to mm-hmm. it. So usually it's, you know, maybe the week of Thanksgiving or right after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Black Friday, our, we don't go shopping. Um, we're, I mean... We're millennials. I'm I'm straight Cyber Monday. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We were watching uh, Patriot Act, Hassan Minaj on Uh, uh, Netflix. It's really good. But he does a whole 30 minutes on Amazon at one point. And he talks about, what am I going to do? Walk into a store, 
pay with money like a peasant. <laughs> and so you could have this delivered to your house like an emperor. So, I man, I only shop online. Did you now. do some Black Friday shopping or Cyber Monday shopping? No, no. Um, I'll, I'll probably had, shop. Had to buy the ratchet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to buy a $120 battery. But, no, we, uh, we'll probably start this week. There wasn't, you know, the, the deals now get so specific yeah. that it's like, I'll find what I need. Yeah, and if you just check like your junk mail mm-hmm. in your inbox, it's nothing but like 30% off, 50% off. Everything's free. Yeah. That's basically what it is. So, uh, but good Friday or good Friday, uh, black Friday. Did you mix us. those up too? Yeah. I'm always saying that. Yeah. Like, we're like, what are you talking about? It's like, well, it's like a good yeah, Friday because it's like we're yeah. things are in sale. Yeah. Are cheaper. And, and Jesus is alive. So we, but we put up our Christmas tree usually. So we did that and uh, that's when really Christmas uh, music starts is when we put that up. Yeah. I I like to keep it like November is Thanksgiving, December is Christmas. That's fair. So like when December hits, like... It's game time. I'm okay with, I'm okay with it, but like, like let's show Thanksgiving a little respect, please. Yeah. That's a little respect. Yeah. I think so. So Tanner... Theodore. In our world, here in the United States of America. Oh, yeah. United States of America. Uh, people have started their Christmas shopping. Some overachievers are done with their Christmas shopping. But I would argue you should not be done until you hear from us today. That's very true. I would say that. Yeah. Because as we, as you know it, are shopping experts. Yes. yes. And through a deep Google search. Super deep. Of one search. We found an article on Huffington Post. Our in, friends. Our, yeah, our good buddies at Huffington Post. Uh, sponsorship? Question mark? No. No. <laughs> uh, called 41 Weird Christmas Gifts. And we're not going to go through all 41, mm-hmm. although you would like us to. Yeah. And, and here's what was great about this. I felt like it was basically the article version of a Sky Mall magazine. And I loved Sky Mall. Oh my gosh. It Which, was, are they, they're gone, right? Yeah, they're gone. Which is super annoying to me because that was my first... 30 minutes on a plane, no yeah. matter what. I'm not going to read an article on. about Mobile, Alabama's greatest brewery. Yeah, but you know what I'm going to read about? Yeah. A garden zombie. Exactly. Right? I, I, yeah, I, and I wanted the, uh, what was it? There was the, um, 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 um. Yeah. Um. Use your words. <laughs> what was his name? He's the mythical creature that might actually be real. The big hairy guy? Oh, Bigfoot. Bigfoot! That's him! I wanted that in my backyard so Took bad. Took a while to get there. Oh my gosh. It's, hey, it's only one cup of coffee and it's Friday. It's my day it off. It is Friday. I'm sleeping. It is Friday. But so, I wanted that one. I love Sky Mall. Yeah. I would, I would always find something in there. No, there's always something worth There's always about. a signed photo of Michael Jordan shooting a basketball. That's true. 1400 bucks. Always thought about it. Never knew how much that so was. So close. It's a lot. So close. So, we, we as your connoisseurs of taste... Yes went through these 41 weird Christmas gifts and chose three levels. And this is really a gift for you. The gifts yeah. that we have chosen are a gift for you. Yeah, sure. And there's sure. yeah, and there's three levels, right? Like most gifts, the want, I want this. Yeah. I don't need it. I like it. Yeah. If you got it for me, I'd like it. There's the need where I just I, I mean, this. I need it. I need like, it. I, I need, need it. it. Yeah. And the third one is I can't, I literally, literally cannot live without it. Yeah, I will die tomorrow. Yeah, if I don't get this, I'm mm-hmm. not going to make it. So Tanner. Oh, this list was incredible. Taste. Let's go want for want, need for need, can't Sounds live good. without. Yeah. Tanner, what do you want? There was a, a app-controlled paper airplane. Yep. And I just thought, oh, that'd be fun. Yep. That's all there is to it. I looked at it. I saw it. Would I use it? Yes. Would I use it a lot? No. Would I use it twice? Probably. Yep. Would I use it three times? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Would I break it after the first time? Yes. Yes, for sure. Okay. Yes. My want was a Thanos cookie jar. Ah. So it's the Infinity Gauntlet Thanos cookie jar because all I could think was, I'll make half these cookies disappear <laughs> in a Boom. snap. Did it. Good joke. Yeah. That was a nerdy joke. Um, I liked it. What cookies do you put in it? A chocolate chip, man. Oh, gosh. Oh, yes. Like, so the biggest joke between me and Chelsea for a long time. I do not joke when it comes to Chelsea's cooking, except when it came to baking. It was like kryptonite. Mm. She tried for the first seven years of our marriage to make chocolate chip cookies, 
and it was like a Pinterest fail every time. We're talking, she would come in with this sad face holding the cookie platter, and they had all just like spread out. It was weird. It was like just flat. The, cur- the curse of the chocolate yeah. chip cookies. But she found a recipe in the past year and a half that is, you know, she, she, when she makes it, it makes like, you know, a batch of like 16 or something. Yeah. So I let her have two because I'm kind. <laughs> and then I just take the other 14. So that's basic. That Those would be the cookies I'd put in there. They're, oh, they're Nestle so good. Nestle Toll House does yeah. have good cookies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, Tanner, what do you need? I need, there is a, a sweater titled, Help, a Dinosaur is Stuck in My Christmas Sweater. And on the front, on the stomach part, is the head of the dinosaur, and on the back is the tail. Perfect. And of course, I'm not going to be able to sit, right. but I definitely need Doesn't that. Doesn't matter. Right? Here's what's really can you see me wearing that? I can. I, yeah, I can see me, really I, and I can see me wearing that too. And yeah. if you can see yourself wearing it, then you probably then you, you need, need it. You, you need it. Which is funny, because without consulting each other... I also chose a Christmas Ooh, sweater. Oh, you did, yeah. But I kept the nerd theme going. Mm. I went, there was a Batman Christmas sweater on there, and it said Deck the Halls, and then it was, Halls was crossed out, and it said Joker, and it's Batman swinging in, kicking Joker in the face. And... What was the Christmas song? Jingle bells, Batman, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. Batmobile lost his wheel and Joker to ballet. Hey! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Good yep. times, man. So. But this, uh, is what I, this is what I can't live without. Yeah. The other day I was talking with a friend and we were talking about like lawn, like the blow up inflatables in front of the lawn. Right, right. And I was like, you know what? What if I just got something that had nothing to do with Christmas yep. and just had that be blown up in the mm-hmm. front yard? And then we come to this article, this beautiful article that you searched for for hours on end to find hours. the 41 weird Christmas gifts. And my number one can't live without is a giant inflatable bottle of ranch dressing. I thought that was hilarious. That's like, here's, here's, I want to be in the product you meeting. You drive by this house. And it was just, just an inflatable ranch bottle. Who's this guy? That, well, and here's the thing. Don't put out anything else. No, that's just no, it. No lights. Nope. No, nothing. Nope. It is literally just, oh, look, there's Snoopy. Oh, look, there's Santa. There's a big, a big bottle, bottle of ranch. And nothing else. That's it. Guaranteed people would be driving. Okay, but what, what would you have? Okay, this one is a ranch bottle. And I think that's hilarious. I think that's really funny. But what else would you, what would you like have inflated? Are we talking like anything serious or I don't care. I don't yeah. I like the Snoopy stuff. Oh yeah. I like and I actually think down the road that's what I, I wanna like you take a projector and you know shoot it on a piece of plywood and you can trace it and paint it. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Like build some fun Snoopy characters, like basically Snoopy Christmas kind yeah. of deal. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. I think but, I want just like Captain Planet standing out front. Oh my! Could you put <laughs> Captain like... Planet holding the bottle of ranch? No, because he's standing next to the uh, Jolly Green Giant, the Green Bean Guy, holding the bottle of ranch. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So Tanner, as I was going through. Yeah. Thing I can't live without. Banana phone. <laughs> I saw that. They one have too. a Bluetooth <laughs> banana phone. And all I could think is how meta would it be for me to call someone on my banana phone to remind them there's always money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. You know? I was at a coffee shop a couple months ago and I saw a friend that was in there and I mm-hmm. also had a banana. And like I was in a meeting and that's why obviously we paused Mm -hmm. the meeting to make this joke and I called her on my phone and then I held up the banana like I was talking to it and I just turned and I looked at her and so when she saw that I was calling her she was so confused because I was holding up a banana. That's awesome. Yeah. It was my favorite joke that day. Dude, but I honestly, I would, I would use a banana phone. At least three times. Like, you know, when you go to a coffee shop, you pull out the things you need to work mm-hmm. with. Like, so for me, it's like my computer, a spiral, my pens, you know, and that's, that's it. Well, my added phone. to that list would be my banana phone. Hey, and I would just be praying someone would be calling me. What TV show was it where they had a hamburger phone? Was that Good Burger? No, I think it was... Uh, was it like a Nickelodeon show, though? Clarissa Explains It All. Oh, it might have been. But they had the hamburger phone, and I yeah. thought that was the greatest thing. Oh, dude, back in the 90s... Like, kids don't get it today because they all have their fancy iPhones. Yeah. But back in the 90s, there were all kinds of options. There were fish phones. There were football phones. There were... That's a basketball phone. I basketball know. phone. Yeah, there's probably a baseball phone. Had to have been. There are all kinds of balls as phones. <laughs> I mean, you get any ball you want. Soccer ball? Got it. Volleyball? Done. Yep. Serving up this phone call. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's that's I would can't live without. I and I I wonder what like what do kids want now? Like because when I was a kid, it was like a bike, some sort of action figure, maybe a basketball or a basketball jersey. But yeah. I feel like kids today are just like I just want a cell phone. Yeah, I don't know. If they, like, they get boring gifts. I'm so. If you are out of touch. if you have children who are the age of ten, what do you get them? What do yeah. they want? Yeah, let us what know. What do you kids like these days? Yeah, let us know. And here's here's the deal. We want your wants, yeah. your needs, and your can't live live withouts. But here's what we want. You can we'll post the link to this to this article. But also, we don't want actual things. We don't want you going. Oh, I really want you know, uh, you know this new computer or like no lame. Who cares? I want you to go online. Search on Amazon, search on Woot, search wherever you want. Woot? Woot. Have you never seen Woot? No. Woot's like, awesome, check it out. So, sponsored. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we want, keep it weird, right? Like, wants, yeah. needs, can't Keep Austin without. weird for sure. See if you can beat an inflatable ranch bottle and a banana phone. See, Woot has a 3D Woot. printer, and now I it's must go It's on sale for 180 bucks. What would I 3D print? Everything. Everything. Chelsea has asked me this question. She goes, what would you even do with a 3D printer? Uh, I don't know. Everything? Yeah. Like, that's, a, that's a great answer. See that thing that's broken? I can print a piece for it. Brand It'll new. take 20 hours, but I can do it. Yep. Yep. Anyways. You want a new pot for that plant? Got it. Done. Done. Need a new hat? Got it. Done. Two weeks. Just printed a house. Boom. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. Movie theater? Boom. Yeah. Done. Printed. We should go to break. Yeah. All right, so we're back from break. Tanner, last week we talked a little bit about what was going on in our churches, but now we've entered a new realm, which is Christmas working at a church. Yeah. Which is so interesting because I think in our culture today, people recognize and say the holidays get busier, mm-hmm. right? Like you think it's you're going to slow down and you get the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Because you got, you know, your work Christmas party, you got your friend's Christmas party, you got your church Christmas party, and all of a sudden, so... And all of a sudden, you've eaten a thousand cookies. <laughs> yeah, right? So... Hopefully. Yeah. For, for you, Tana, what what has working in a church through the Christmas season been like? What are you guys doing? Well, you know that working in a, in a church, there's, there's one thing. Working at a church plant is a totally different thing. Yeah. And so I... I spent, uh, when I was doing an internship, I, I worked at a, at a church and Christmas was busy. Yeah. I mean, there was something every Wednesday, mm-hmm. three things on Sunday, occasional mm-hmm. things on Saturday. And then it's like, you're going to this party, you're going to this Christmas party, you're showing up here, you're going to this kids, this yeah. thing and that thing. But for us as a church plant, we are steadily busy, but there's, it's not as, as wild as our friends who work in, I would say, deeply established churches yeah which is nice i mean and we, like for for example we aren't having a christmas day service we aren't having a christmas eve service because mm-hmm. uh, the 23rd is a sunday this year so we're doing a late service on christmas eve eve and oh, that's nice. our christmas eve and christmas day service nice. and we like i mean we, we tell our, our the people who come to our church mm-hmm. if they're looking for a place to worship on christmas eve or christmas day hey go to narrative hey go to somewhere else so like um so for us, it's not as busy. There's a lot of things that we're doing together as a church. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we have a, a women's event. We're doing something. We're going down to Mozart's Coffee Shop as a church and just to watch the lights there and hang out. So it's just a really great opportunity just to to be with the people in our church. But we don't want to like, we're not doing a whole bunch of extra things on top of yeah. it. Um, so it's good. This Sunday, we're actually packing these things we call boxes of love. Mm-hmm. And so we'll pack those boxes, and then we hand those out on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day to people who have to work. Just as a way to be like, hey, we, we notice you. We appreciate that's, you. Yeah, I'm, we've been there for one of the times you've done that. I think yeah. that's a really good idea. It's a fun idea. We, um, we've been pretty intentional, similarly, to say we don't want to get overly busy. Now, this mm. year is going to be our most events we've ever had at Christmas. And, and part of it is we were looking for a way to say we we want a chance to be together and talk about community and things like that. So we are doing Wednesday nights, Mm -hmm. but we are doing, it's basically going to be a devotion together and we're going to sing. It's, it's kind of like caroling, right? We're just going to sing some stuff together and people are going to host in their homes. So it's going to be real laid back. It's going to be 45 minutes, you know, nothing crazy, but 
we added, you know, we've got youth and parents having a Christmas party together. We'll have a big party together at um, Wrench Brewery one night. And then actually we found out we're teaming up with uh, uh, another church in town. We're going to have a, um, basically a, a hymn sing at the brewery. Oh, wow. So it's it's going to be nice, and it's really nice for me because like all I have to do is make flyers. Yeah. Because m- my brother's the one who does music, so I'm going to make him work. Uh, but he's so good. He is. He's yeah. got man. He's got chops. And well, and I, what I think is there's a lot of temptation to be busy during this season, mm-hmm. and as as our church gets older, I see a lot of temptation towards we have to do this thing. And what I'm trying to find in the tension, because and I've seen this a lot just in the church in general, mm-hmm. is people don't like tension, right? No. They want it one way or the other. And I think the more and more I look at the life of Jesus, the more he teaches us to live in tension. You know, you've mm-hmm. heard it said, hate your enemies, but I tell you, love your enemies. Well, that's some yeah. tension you're yeah. living in, you know? Um, and so for me, it's finding the tension of saying, what's the difference between busyness and spiritual growth, right? Yeah. And so we're going to try doing some of these extra things this season and see how it goes. But I, I know there's such a draw in American Christianity specifically mm-hmm. for the stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people come home to their home churches and the choir's not as big as it used to be. And they're like, oh, well... You know, they don't go to church anymore, but they come home for Christmas and they go, yeah. oh, well, the choir wasn't as big. And it's like, well, you know, maybe if you went to church. like, <laughs> and, and so for me, I look at it and I go, I, th- I think it is a school opportunity to connect people with the, you mm-hmm. know, the good news and, and talk about who Jesus is. But at the same time, I don't want to lie about who we are by putting on this huge show over Christmas. And then you come in January and you're like, yeah. what happened? Yeah. And I don't also don't want to put 10 events on the calendar for the month of December. Right. Because it's already a busy month. Like everyone is busy being with family or or planning things out or doing stuff for work or with people in their neighborhood. And so it's like, I don't want to add more to your plate, but I do, we do want to offer a couple of really good things. Yeah. Places where we can like grow as a community and Mm -hmm. have time for spiritual growth as well. Well, and I, I, you know, as as a pastor in one of these churches, the the big thing for me is I I would prefer you Mm -hmm. being equal, like living in that tension of you're going to spend time with folks at church, yeah, but you're also going to spend time in your community, right? You know, and that for me is a that's a tension I'm trying to walk right now is to say just personally, yeah, what am I doing in the community versus what I do for church? Because ninety percent of what I do right now is for church. Oh yeah, and I want to exist more in our neighborhood. You know, God, that sounded so lame. Not exist more. I want to. I want to be present. I want to be. Yeah, more. You know, it's so easy for me to be like, here's my work day. I'm done. Chelsea comes home. We eat dinner. We watch a TV show. We hang out or like I so. play video yeah. games, you know, and then it's like, you know, and then I don't meet anyone. And yeah. And I think there's a huge temptation to just make Christmas busy. Yeah. And I want to stray away from that. Yeah. And just be like, you know, and I encourage people to be where they are. Yeah. And also in the same, like you're saying, like for me to do that as well. Mm-hmm. For me to not only see everything that I do as this is for church or this is for, but like I just can I just be me mm-hmm. where I am and not be church worker Tanner here and just be like I'm just gonna be with these people that I don't know and, and get to know them as part of my community and not just my church community. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's difficult to like as you like working in a church to say okay I'm gonna go do this thing mm-hmm. because a lot of our time is taken up by church stuff which is yeah. great I love it but at the same time it's like how do we step out of that and then meet people who don't go to our church yeah you know who aren't part of our community yeah. already well, so and I think too like in in the midst of that it's saying what feels good in the rhythm mm-hmm. versus what's forced so like you guys are looking and saying hey what looks good in our rhythm is we're going to do Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. Right? Like, in our rhythm, that's what works. So we're going to do Christmas Eve Eve, you know, just Sunday worship, and then we'll do a Christmas Eve service, and then we do a Christmas Day thing, but it is 
at a house, super chill, mm-hmm. laid back. It's coffee and donuts and like people bring stuff and it is honestly just it's it's simple Mm -hmm. because for our rhythm we want to say hey we want to honor this day but at the same time i think the church in the past has created a lot of specialty services yeah for the sake of having them Mm -hmm. as opposed to a rhythm tension kind of thing yeah so no, that's that's good, yeah. But I also I really do love some of the Christmas church traditions that oh, that yeah. have been started. I love the Christmas like Christmas Eve service. But I think like one of the things I love most about this time of year is mm-hmm. just the words itself oh, and yeah. the words that we say and just how uh, like how deep and longing they are. And there's mm-hmm. like this like hopeful lament in some of them as well. Yeah. And it's just like there is that like you said there is that like there's a beautiful tension between even just the words that we say as well of like a a longing waiting but also like oh we're holding on to a promise too well and and for me the more i uh, the longer we're in it like and i sat down with uh, some of our worship leaders this year and said hey like this isn't just me what what do you guys want to do to Mm -hmm. see like i'm not a big creative element guy i'm you know we we come together we worship it's great Mm -hmm. like and so i sat down with this crew and said what do you guys want and all of them were like we want to do lessons and carols again cool we love doing lessons and carols and I think the more I'm in it, the more I realize there are a lot of people who want that, not just in the church, but even those people who might show up outside of it, mm-hmm. because that's what they've seen in movies. That's, you know, that's how it feels. That's mm-hmm. the tradition. And to me, there's, it, it's, it's, it's freeing for me because I wasn't going to be the guy who was thinking of some big creative thing to do on Christmas. Like I, yeah. I want to show up and read the story sing the carols and like honestly like I'm giving up one of my things this year we've moved our service forward to four o'clock um mm. because we, we want our families to be able on to Christmas go Eve home. yeah on Christmas yeah. Eve um you know if we had our own building we'd probably run two services do one more kid friendly and one mm-hmm. you know later but since we rent from a school you know we're not gonna run two things and we, we're not quite a size to run two things anyways, but we said, you know, for, for the sake of our families, we'd love to push this forward mm-hmm. so they can get home, kids can get to bed, they can do family traditions, you know. Um, but one thing I'm really going to miss is we would hand out, because we're at a school, we can't do a lot of open flame. Yeah. And so we'd hand out little, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, yeah. tea lights yeah. that you could turn on, but we'd sing Silent Night, mm-hmm. just, you know, by candlelight. I'm going to miss that this year. Yeah. But you look and you say, hey, but is me missing silent night by candlelight enough to say, Hey, families with young kids, like, yeah, deal you got to pick and choose. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Let's go to a quick break. Yeah. We'll come back. What's our time? 42 minutes. So do you want us to cookbook and then we'll save the other stuff for, for like the next episode? That sounds good. And this is good because I can give a shout out to my sister who has been giving me crap that I have never given her a shout out on the podcast. So, because she submitted like, there's six recipes. She submitted five of them. Oh my gosh. And then your mom submitted one. Did she really? She did. What was it? Canned cranberries? Yeah. I don't know. Let me pull it up. You should say something like, we have gotten like so many recipes. We have to pick and choose which ones are going to stay. You. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been on Woot before. Lisa Olson. That's your mom, right? Yeah. Cranberry mallow salad. Oh yeah, that stuff's actually good. It is. It's the um, the northern definition of salad. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, so we're back, and we're coming we back, back at you. We back with. A big advertisement. Listen up. We need them recipes. Give us what you got. Come on. Hit us up. We've got so many right now. At least... 300. Six. Six. <laughs> so, we'll, you know, we'll publish them still because we got a lot of them. Yeah. Um, thanks, Mrs. Olson. Mom. Yep. Throwing down. Uh, also, my sister, Anna, who has been wanting a shout-out on the podcast for a while, and... I get a call after every podcast where she goes, you've got more listeners. I listen to it every time. 
and she's been pushing for that shout out. And she submitted five recipes. So she was she was pushing for that shout out. I love the transparency on our podcast of like, we, we just acknowledge that our moms definitely listen to this shout out and the rest of our family. So, so let me, let me read you these submissions here. So we asked for names and all that stuff. So the first submission, Anna Schaefer, your eighth listener. <laughs> Anna, seriously, if, he, if you counted me as a listener, maybe I'd sponsor a cup of coffee. Schaefer, that's a promise. Okay, deal. Anna, yes, I'm the one not in church work. Schaefer. <laughs> I just realized. Well, no, never mind. Anna, did I mention I went to Yale? Schaefer. Wait, you're, you went to Yale? Yeah, so she went to Concordia Seward. Yeah. And then went to Yale. Oh, that's kind of a big step up. So, yeah. So, the joke of she's the smart one, I'm the funny one, Matt's the tall one is really true. Matt's not just the tall one. Mm. <laughs> he is. He keeps trying to say he's not, but, well, you know, I guess we could call him the running one now. He ran 17 miles yesterday. Yeah, I, wanted, I tried to hang out with him, and he was like, I gotta run. So I just drive instead. Literally. You can literally drive 17 <laughs> miles a lot faster than you can run. 17 minutes. Come yeah. On. I don't know why you would do that to your body. Yeah. No. The Stop. longest I ever ran was, I ran a half marathon once, and I could hardly walk for the next two weeks. I, here's, here's the crazy thing. So my dad, my mom, my sister, my brother, all love running. Um... I talked with my mom. She did correct me. Love was not the word. She said it's the quickest way I could do exercise. So that's fair. I am not that. Like, I don't want to run a race. Like, people are like, what about a 5K? I'm like, you don't understand. In my entire life, I have never felt comfortable running just to run. Like, yeah. playing sports, great. Like, yeah. I've got a goal. I can, you know, great. But like... It's... 5K, go from here to there. Yeah. Our group of friends were like, the, there's... In March, there's a uh, 5K, 10K half out in Bastrop, sponsored by Bluebell Ice Cream. Yeah, I would run for ice cream. And uh, so a group of our friends, like, we're going to go out and, well, they want to go do it, right? So Chelsea's going to run the half, which I'm really proud of her. And But I tried to build up to the joke in this massive text message. I was like, well, how much does it cost? And I kept pushing, and they were like, check the website. I'm like, no, how much does it cost? So finally someone's like, uh, it's $40 if you're doing the 5K. I was like, right, I could buy five pints of ice cream <laughs> for that. And I'm the like, winner. Because the idea is you get a free ice cream at the end. And I'm like, yeah, but like, what if I paid for ice cream? And then I, anyways, not a fan of running. So, And then the final one is Anna Tanner. I'm a really nice person. I'm just giving my brother crap. Oh, Schaefer. Nice to meet you, Anna. That's so, so kind. Doubtful. She's not a very nice person. But, but she did submit recipes, and we would love your recipes, too. Well, and here's what we got so far. So we've got from the lovely uh, Mom Olson, we've got uh, cranberry mallow salad, Grandma Rose Rose Kelly's oh, recipe. Yes. Oh, so good. Um, we've got, and Anna gave us, you know, the next five uh, Bisquick sausage balls, which, not fair. That's my... And those are good. Oh, yeah. That's my that's my bread and butter there. I always made those at Christmas. That's your meat and bread and butter, my friend. Uh, goat cheese with sun-dried tomato holiday appetizer. Also delicious. You don't really need a recipe for it. <laughs> goat cheese, sun-dried tomatoes. But thanks for the thanks for the recipe. Yeah, she just really wanted to get a shout-out. <laughs> Kroger pecan pie. Shouldn't this recipe just be like, go to Kroger? <laughs> no, it's actually... She must have gotten the recipe from Kroger. We've got Brussels sprouts with balsamic and cranberries. That sounds pretty delicious. You're a Brussels sprouts guy? And then, oh, dude, I love... Now, I couldn't do Brussels sprouts... By themselves? No, of course not. Brussels sprouts need a lot of help. Well, no, I, I don't do a lot to them. Oh, they need a lot it, of help. So you chop them in half, and then roast them in the oven with some olive oil, and then a little salt and pepper... And then you got to add some bacon, probably some cheese, maybe a nice sauce. No. Yeah. No. Chelsea has a little balsamic vinegar right at the end. You make them for me and I'll let you know. No. The problem is i got to know where I'm going to be after I eat Brussels sprouts, right? Like, it's not like I'm going to eat Brussels sprouts and go driving for two hours. That's no. not going to happen. No. no. So. But yeah, so that's, those are the, you know, that's so far what we've got going on recipes. So hit us up with your recipes. Tanner and I, I probably, listen, if we get to 10 recipes, right? 
So that's four more. Yeah. At, at 10 recipes, Tanner and I will do a, a live show, a live baking show on Facebook of us making one of the recipes. And you're not going to want to miss it. No, it'll be hilarious. At 15 it recipes. It won't be Brussels sprouts. It won't be Brussels sprouts. <laughs> at 15 recipes, there's a whole new ball game. I don't know what it is yet. At 15 recipes, there will be 15 recipes. Tanner, where can people find you online? Uh, today was a struggle. Some of it was. Yeah, we made it, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want to find me on the internet, uh, just go to writtentospeak.com. There's yeah. all that. At written to speak. At written to speak. At Tanner J. Olson. At Tanner J. Olson. You have a book coming out? I have a book coming out. When is that dropping? Not a clue. <laughs> Soon. The future. The future. The I would say at, at this point, <laughs> the distant 2019. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's coming. Uh, you can always find me at Theod. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us at Ten Tanner Pod. Uh, we usually kind of hang out around the Instagram. That's kind of our our main spot. But we're also on Twitter and Facebook. And and if you come so, to Austin, Texas, you can hang out with us there. Yeah, maybe we should do a live show. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> but it has been great hanging out with y'all. Thanks for you know listening to us as we figure out what we're doing. <laughs> Someone told we'll be, me we'll be back in two weeks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, someone I asked about a podcast that. Someone went to a live show, my cousin Will, and uh, I was like, oh yeah, I want to check that out. And he goes, yeah, you should you should start more towards the middle with them, though, because, you know, the first ones, I was like, yeah, I'll live in that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm Ted. See you in season four. I'm Tanner. <laughs> and this is our podcast. Oh, gosh. Question mark? Question? Exclamation mark. There's that tension of living. Wait, is it podcast? Pure exclamation mark or question mark exclamation mark? Analypsis. Yeah. <laughs> and a dash. Yeah.